I'll just start talking. My recommendation is, is this one. Oh, but you get through recording this still. Welcome to Whatever Town, a show where we talk about movies, uh, popular culture, <laughs> video games. I never think about that. That's what <laughs> pop culture means. Is that actually popular that's culture? A, that's what I think. Pop music is popular music, isn't it? What? I thought pop was a genre. Is pop literally just, just pop- popular? popular? Yeah. You're yeah. kidding me. I know, so right? if heavy no, metal was like super in, it would be called pop music? Yep. No way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Am I the only one in the world who doesn't know this? Right now, I'm the only person in this I'm, room. I'm, as I'm like confident being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, in my head. It's like, is is this true? Oh, I wow. don't know. You did sure. not show me that. With is it John for sure? <laughs> I would say it is. It, it would make sense if it was, because pop music is generally what you hear on popular radio stations. Pop station. 103. Yeah. Pop 103. Pop 102. Pop 106. Pop 101. Pop 10. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you think of that show on uh, Parks and Rec. Oh. You heard with purred. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, really? What was it called? Was it something like that? I just totally went with that. What did you say? I think accurate. that was a different show. You sounded so confident that I oh, yeah, believed you. The best show the best show within the show is you heard with purred. The, oh Remember that's purred, the one where he, how does he, he talks really quietly, right? No, no, he always like way over says things. He's like so the question that I'm about to ask you is a personal one, and that question is this. Right. Like, he always just, yeah, like, way over-explains what he's going to say. It's a friendly dude, though, I feel like. Wait, where is that from? Parks, Parks and Rec. That is... Oh, yeah. okay. That's not the show where they... It's, like, the local news thing, where there's that one lady that's, like, the, <sighs> mm-hmm. the that's main... Also, that show, that's not... That's the one I was that's talking about. Oh, yeah. And they that's always have that guy in the background hitting the... Right. Wait, which show? Is that the one where... Somebody hinted at that being in the same universe as like The Office or something. Yeah. Well, it kind of felt very similar, right? It's, well, it was like the same writers and... Yeah, it had... What style would that writers. be like? I don't know. But yeah, I've heard people say that. Is that something you guys care about when you hear like something's in the same universe as something? Like a certain movie? Is that... You know what I mean? Do like, I care if it is in the same universe? Yeah. Like does Marvel. that get you excited mm. at, it, by, at any uh, point? I don't know. I don't feel excited by that. I'm just like, are they copying them? Is this okay? Would the would they be okay? But it's right. the same writer, so. The only thing that I had an issue with was like earlier Marvel movies. They, mm-hmm. you knew that they were all in the same universe because it's Marvel, right? Mm-hmm. That yeah. was my assumption anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there, like in every city, there's a huge thing happening pretty much with their own superhero. But yep. nobody hears about it in their own movies They're or anything. Completely unaware of right. There's just like this cities. one. There's only one great superhero. Right. And only one great city, right? Per <laughs> per show or per yeah. movie, that's funny. Just thought about that. Now, but the Avengers now they're like, oh, it's the whole world. put them all together and let them blow up the world. Yeah, and the rest of the universe because Guardians of the Galaxy, right? And Thor. Yeah, that's been for a little while, but hmm. that has been for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for keeping us up to date with Marvel movies, Tim. No I know you're so into those. So. <laughs> Love them. Actually, we watched Star Trek. That's not anything nope, to do with Marvel. <laughs> okay. It's along the movies. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it is movie. also a movie. The Star Trek movies are really good. Like the newer ones yeah. with Chris Pine? Oh. Yeah, I thought they, they were nice. really good. I like them. They're like they look really nice. Like yeah. it's it's always interesting where they're at because the planets are like 
very vibrantly colored, like in, a, yep. in their own way. <laughs> totally. It's really cool. I, I've only seen, I, I might've seen all of them, but like very far apart from each other. And I always yeah. forget about them. They're but good. We watched it. Is there three? I think so. I think the first one is my favorite one. I don't remember. Where Spock sees like himself older. Is that the first or the or second? Younger? I can't remember, but that might one's be my the favorite. Second. I don't know. Anyways, good movies. Yeah. I thought they were great. Nice. Empire Strikes Back is my favorite one. It's a good Star Trek Wars. So many people just like stopped listening because you said that. (laughs) Goodbye. You know what we did? We built this big listener group of Star Wars by hitting that niche heavy and often at the beginning. That's Oh, that's true. And they've stuck with us this whole time, (laughs) waiting for another Star Wars episode. It'll never happen. And well, now it doesn't matter because they're not here anymore. So I don't have to apologize for losing my listeners this time. That's that one's yours. <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah, that's what. Look, sometimes we do jokes on this show. That was one of them. <laughs> I underplayed the it a bit, but that was just a joke. <laughs> on to the news. Ooh. You guys have any cool news bits? News bits. <laughs> Never thought of a news. <laughs> Little being bits a of bit. news. Um, Keymaster Games. I don't know if it's on Kickstarter yet. Actually, John, do you know if it uh, is? It's I not on Kickstarter it. yet. No, nope. it's coming in fall. Oh, okay. Probably when uh, Space Park starts getting shipped out. Maybe. Yeah, probably. So once that's done. Yeah, well, they're releasing an, uh, another game called Caper, which is actually I hadn't realized this before, but it's actually published under a different title of Mm -hmm. a game called It's Mine in Europe. Mm -hmm. So they just uh, licensed the rights to publish the game and I guess revitalize it or something. I don't even know. Yeah, it's like redesigned. Oh, okay. I'm not sure if if It's Mine is a old game or is it just like... I thought it was. I thought it was. when I I looked into it when I heard that. Yeah. But the the guy who did the art for Campy Creatures, which we all really like, Mm -hmm. he's doing the art for this game and already it looks really good. Yeah, it looks amazing. I've seen some of his art rollout on Instagram, I think. Mm-hmm. I've seen mm-hmm. some of it. It looks really nice. Yeah, follow Keymaster Games on Instagram. Yeah. If you care about games, they're making really, really nice looking games that also are like really good to play. Yeah. I I mean, they've only done two so far. Space Park looks awesome as well. Yeah. But the two have been great. Yeah. Look yeah, good. yeah, you played Control play with us with that you. one time. Yeah, it's very fun. Yeah. John, have you played Control? Nope. It's Nobody's good. invited me to. Ooh. I guess I would be the one to. Yeah, I don't have it. Sorry, only Tim. one that has it. It's literally just on you. Did you guys back Space Park? Yeah, John did. I did right away. <laughs> I was going to. Only one of us needs. To. I wanted to. I know we both so did, true. and that's great. But I wanted to, but I just felt with uh, my financial life, I just needed to not spend any money. Sorry. Lay off the Kickstarter. Yeah. Got to take it easy on the that's old a, Kickstarter. That's a good call. It's a, it's a drug that just keeps you coming back for more. For real, so though. Like, legitimately, I get so addicted oh, to yeah. back in Kickstarter. I'm like, I'm saving money. This is cool new tech or yep. a cool new thing. And I'm saving money. And it's a cool new thing. <laughs> so, there you have four points about like why I love Kickstarter and why it keeps me coming back. Check it out. That's great. Yeah, this game should be really good. Also really yeah. excited for Space Park still. But it's one of those where you forget about it, and it eventually just shows arrives on your, fifth point. in your mailbox. Yeah. Pleasant surprise, because you paid for it, and then you get to enjoy it without the thought of having to pay for it. Because mm-hmm. sometimes oh, yeah. when you buy something, it's like, 
ah, this is 50 bucks, but it's going to be right. awesome. But now that's, they're totally separated. It's, it's super separated because yeah. you, you back it, especially mm-hmm. if it's early, you back it, you don't pay for a month. Right. And then when mm-hmm. that month is over, then you finally, like if it's been right. fully supported, then you pay, you pay a month later, you forgot about it already. Right. And then like six months later, you get mm-hmm. it. You paid for it over half a year ago. Right. And you don't even, you don't even remember how much it cost. No. Much you don't less even care. Than you spent money on it. You just have the product. Yeah. It's almost as if it was free. Pretty much. Some could say. Yeah. So yeah. there's the sixth, or no, that was the fifth. That was the fifth thing. So just back everything you want on Kickstarter. It's a great, it's, it's, it's basically, basically free. free. <laughs> Kickstarter. It's basically free. The interesting thing about this game, um, besides that it's like an already existing game in Europe, yeah. is that it's designed for two people, which I've never, I don't think I've ever played a two person like tabletop game. Oh. Um, it also has three and four player variants, but mm-hmm. it's like, designed for two players that's awesome i yeah. actually <laughs> i hadn't heard that before there's variants for three and four players you yeah say? yeah i did not know that i knew it was for two players but yeah. i didn't know there's variants for extra that's cool maybe that's the new part i don't know yeah. like maybe oh, it's only possible. available for two right now yeah yeah so it's a 20 to 30 minute game hmm. um yeah looks pretty cool yeah I'm excited i'll probably for sure back it colorful and quirky design it's a drafting game for scoundrels is that what it says? That's on the box. Oh, that's cool. Speaking of games, mm-hmm. um, I had a birthday last... Today is a Thursday? week ago. Yeah. The greatest game of all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, life. The game of life. That's also a fun game. I haven't played it since grade five. So, I remember. Wow. That surprised me. It sounded good. <laughs> Used to have it on my computer. Uh-huh. Computer version. Mm. It was also the first board game that I ever bought. No way. Really? I went to a random place in Morden and bought it. Wow. Um, but no, speaking of video games, I got two, well, one plus an expansion mm-hmm. games for my birthday. So um, one of the games is an expansion to Captain Sonar. The game I nice. haven't played yet. Which you really need to because you're going to love it. Now we finally have room for you. Is it expansion, like player expansion? No, it's oh, more... Never um, mind. <laughs> no, player expansion would be a little crazy. It's more weapons, more maps, and more different scenarios that it adds. So just oh, wow. adds like a some different elements of the game. Yeah, like there's weapons you can like shoot across the whole map and stuff. Whoa, it's crazy. Wow, and the maps look insane, like complex, so complex. So that'll be really fun. We'll um, we'll give that a a run through. Hopefully with Tim, definitely with Tim. We'll try. Yeah, and then we'll we'll we will report back. That was hard to say. Yeah, we'll get back to you. But another game I got, mm-hmm. Photosynthesis. Isn't that what plants do to survive? Oh, yeah, man. It's also a board game. Is that, is that, is that right? It yeah, sounded well, like you were trying to make a joke there. <laughs> yeah. I was, it would have been a joke if I was wrong, but now that I'm right, I'm Just smart. stating the fact. <laughs> the facts now part. I'm just smart. <laughs> true. Super true. Um, yeah, that's the process that plants go through to survive. Mm. So this game is about trees. So when I got the game, it comes in a pretty big box, but it took me like probably 45 minutes to make everything because you're like oh wow actually like trees that are like i'd say two inches to like four or five inches tall okay so it's like a they're decent sized trees and there's a bunch of them so there's it's four player game so each um player who's playing has like a different tree uh type i don't know what it's called so one is like you pick your race essentially but it's like tree types so it's a like easily the not easily 
Probably the best looking game I've ever seen. What? Yeah. Oh, we'll have to see it after should, we yeah, record I'll, this. Better than Candy Creatures. I think it might be. Wow. Just because of how much there is to it. Yeah. Um, and how there's actual trees and stuff. Yeah. But basically, it's a big circle. And you're taking turns building trees. And as you build the trees, the trees are different heights. Mm-hmm. And there's a sun... Like the sun, not a sun, like the regular sun. Yeah. And it's moving in a circle each turn around the map. So whatever way it's facing, whatever trees are built there, the tallest trees in the front get all the sun. Oh. So you, you have to be very strategic where you plant your trees and how quickly you make them bigger. Yeah. Because otherwise the other ones in the back don't get any sun and the sun is how you get points to build more trees. Is there like nighttime? Uh, well, there's like each round is like one movement of the oh, sun. Oh, okay. And it moves around the whole board three times. Wow. It's very, hmm. I've never played a game quite like it. Huh. It's kind of relaxing, but also like lots of strategy and lots of thinking, but it flows really nicely. Yeah. It's really, really cool. Hmm. Yeah. Sounds interesting. It is. Yeah. I can't, I was, as I was like teaching people the rules, because I have to read the whole rule book and then watch a video on YouTube. That's yeah. the only way to really learn a game. <laughs> yeah. You got to do both. Um, I was like, I don't know how to like really connect this to any game because I've never played anything quite like oh, it. Oh, okay. So it's it's quite unique, but it's really fun. Hmm. We'll play it and we'll give you all a review. But yeah. I've only played it once, but I loved it. It's really cool. That's Photosynthesis. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So uh, last time I brought some important Canadian news. So yes. I yeah, that was very local and very important. did my best to do some digging and find some more important Canadian news. Um. Today's story is uh, the Mint has announced a new $20 coin. What? Yep. Like real regular currency? Mm Mm-hmm. No. Well, it's a special coin. There's only 4,000 being made. Gotcha, gotcha. Wait, what are the odds of us getting one? One in 4,000. Not good. (laughs) Because probably mostly it's just going to go to collectors. (laughs) not smart. I don't know how many are actually going to make it into circulation. Um, But yeah, the Canadian Mint has announced a new $20 coin uh, that is based on the... 1967 Falcon Lake uh, incident, which is purportedly Canada's most documented or best documented UFO encounter. How have I never heard of it? What? I didn't know we really had any. I thought that was all. I guess there's not really that many famous ones. So being the best documented isn't like right. It's really putting you higher than much. Right. (laughs) Why did they choose that? And by best documented, it he sketched it. So that's kind of the documentation of it. Uh, the guy who saw it? Mm-hmm. What the so this guy, Stefan McCulloch, uh, saw an unusual silver object in the sky in Manitoba at the Whiteshell Provincial Park. What? Yeah, Falcon Lake. Relevant. And uh, so he like saw this weird thing, and then uh, it took off and blasted hot gas on him. Oh, my. Setting his clothes on fire and injuring him. Oh, my so word. That's pretty crazy. Uh, and he drew it. Uh, well, <laughs> at on some fire? point, either before or after, <laughs> it must, <laughs> must have been after because didn't pat his clothes on. He just kept burning <laughs> for, the, for the picture. All that was left was a photo. Actually, wait, wait was he alive? <laughs> just a sketch. Yeah, I think he survived. Oh, I'm, I'm not really. I don't know of that many uh, UFO sightings in Canada, but that's purportedly oh, yeah. one of them. And uh, 51 years later, they're making a $20 coin. Featuring uh, the UFO on it. Wait. Oh, it has a picture of the drawing? Looks like on one side it has a daytime illustration. and the back it's like a dark version with like 
gas tractor beam. Him. <laughs> I guess maybe it's the gas blasting him. Gas blast. Gas blaster. <laughs> yeah. Is that is it like glow in the dark to one side? Who I don't know. Coins they, have been glow in the they've dark. They've been right? doing that lately. <laughs> they got the Northern Lights one that glows in the dark. Wow, I haven't seen that. I am in the like industry where people hand me coins on a regular oh, basis, yeah. so I, I see it once in a while, and then I always hold it up and it show it to them. And I'm like, ooh, I'm like, are you sure you want to give this to me? <laughs> I've said this so many times, and every time I'm like, they they knew what they were doing. They, they gave it, it to it's you. It's like, why am I why am I creating a hold up here? Anyways, <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. So we're we gonna try and get one. Uh, are you gonna try and go in? Are you a collector? I'm not. Are you talking about yourself? And Tim is though. And here's a warning for you: it costs a hundred and twenty-nine dollars and ninety-five cents. Then why do you and call it a twenty-dollar? And if you put it back in, like you could spend it. Oh, I've seen it. And it would be worth twenty dollars, but in order to buy it, you have to spend a hundred and thirty dollars. Goodness gracious! It's worse than Bitcoin. We need more Patreon f- subscribers. Yes, uh, then we can get one. So please donate on Patreon so that we can. Spend all our money on this UFO coin. Hmm. We need it. Can I branch off that for one second? Yeah. The thought of spending a hundred and how much? Hundred and twenty nine dollars on a twenty dollars coin. Yeah. Listening to a podcast uh, called Your Kickstarter Sucks. Choiceology with Dan Heath. Hmm. Um, Dan Heath has written a few different books that are I have in my shopping cart on Amazon, which <laughs> there's, a, there's a bunch in there. Just I waiting just, for that price to drop. And I save them for later every time yep. so that I still hmm. remember them. Um, he was talking about I forget what the condition is called, but when you put some a bunch of like either time or energy or money into something, mm-hmm. and then it's not working, but you've put that into it, so you feel like you you have to continue, otherwise you, it would have been a waste. So then you keep going and going and going and going. Oh yeah. Um, one of the examples was these guys on Everest, and they actually ended up passing away because they couldn't turn back in time because they'd put so many years of saving up because it's like fifty grand in a lot of cases, to go to the top of Everest. It's crazy expensive. Oh, really? So they'd put so much into it that they couldn't bring themselves to turn back when they needed to. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Very interesting story. So check that out, Choiceology, super good podcast. But what I want to talk about is there's an auction. And so they auction off different things. But at this one part, they started auctioning off a $5 bill. And so people start bidding and start bidding and start bidding. And so it gets to 475 and someone bids, someone's like, hey, $5. So they bid, this is just a regular $5 bill. Mm-hmm. Someone bids $5. But then the person who bid 475 has put 475 into this, and now they're losing $4.75. Oh, so they had to like put up the money. Right, you put up the money. Yeah. So at this point, they're losing 475 So they're like, either I am fine with that or I spend more than this. So then all of a sudden, 525 And someone's paying 525 for a five dollar five dollar bill, and it ends up selling for just under ten dollars. Someone spent nine seventy five on a five dollar bill, and it's I know it's not crazy amounts of money, yeah. but the idea is mm. there's a there's a thing that once you put money into something and you know that you're gonna lose, mm-hmm. it's almost impossible. It's like why gambling is so partially so addictive to people. Yeah, because you you've ah, I've invested this money into this already or this time or this energy, and now I can't. Like it'd be a waste if I took. If I stopped, right. So you just keep making it worse and worse, and make irrational decisions. And just hope because that of it. it gets better, right? So, so that's like a super clear example of sunk cost. Sunk fallacy. cost. Of course, you know what it's called. <laughs> yes, that's what the condition is called. Sunk cost. Yeah. Jeez, Louise, can you enter that at the beginning where I said that? I don't know how you <laughs> okay. can do that, but so that's a really, really good example of sunk cost. A really clear example of sunk cost. I just found that really interesting. So best case scenario in this ten or five dollar situation is that. That person spent ten dollars, and they have only actually spent five dollars. Right. 
Whereas everyone because that was actually, their first bid, yeah. right? Yeah, that's so interesting. So what the there's a I forget where at school they're doing different studies on this to how you can like what thoughts you can like intentionally think to help you get out of a sunk cost situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they ended up on was okay. So if you're about to go into that next step where you're going to spend a bunch more money or a bunch more time, especially at an auction or something like that, was the example. You should think about the money you're going to spend and think, okay. Like if I'm about to spend $140 on that, on a porcelain elephant or $2,000, instead of putting that next bid down, what? <laughs> Buy a porcelain elephant. Ah, that's, the, that's what they gave us. In this <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, what's the Aren't best, you always buying those? <laughs> what's the next best thing I could buy with $2,000? And all of a sudden, your brain starts going to, oh, my goodness, I could buy so much stuff with $2,000. You could buy a car, essentially. Right. Exactly. So then all of a sudden, it clicks, and then you're like, okay, this is stupid. Hmm. Apparently, that's a really easy, an easier way for your brain to get out of it. Huh. But it's just very interesting. I always wonder how that affects my business decision-making. That is interesting. Yeah. Well, and knowing when to pull out and when to keep going. Yeah. It's interesting. I don't want to give away too much of the podcast because okay. you should listen to it. But they, Spoilers. Yeah, some spoilers for that episode. <laughs> but the... the two founders of IBM, mm-hmm. they started by just making microchips like memory. Um, and that kind of was like kind of declining, but they were still worth, I think two or $3 billion at the time. And they, I think they made the first microprocessor. I'm pretty sure that's mm-hmm. what they created, but they're like, do we really invest time and energy into this? We're in the memory business. And so what they actually did when they were trying to decide is they're like, Hey, if we keep going in this direction, they're going to fire us and bring other people in. That's that's what these two founders had said. So like, if they brought two other people in, what would be the first thing that they did? And they're like, they would they would drop memory and start going to this new microprocessor. Mm-hmm. And so they actually walked out the door, walked back in as if they were like yeah. new founders. And huh. then they ditched everything and went totally into microprocessor. And now they're worth a couple hundred billion dollars. I can't remember the exact number. Oh. It's very interesting. But yeah, that that affects decisions all the time. <laughs> so it's just interesting in a business sense and like how many decisions am I making because of like the sunk cost situation. So now I said a bunch about that and I don't know if that's actually going to be worth having in. I think that's where we could just But since it. we've already started talking about it, like we might as well finish it, right? Right. Not that we've already, like, <laughs> we've already put a few minutes into <laughs> 10 it. 10 minutes so. into this conversation. <laughs> Talking about business and my business. The business. John, do you have news about another Frenchman? Uh, no, no Frenchman. Okay. Just a person in BC. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the next important Canadian news story this week is uh, the story of a Nova Scotian named Nick Birchall, uh, who got blacklisted from a Fairmont Empress Hotel in Victoria, uh, BC, uh, in 2001. So 17 years ago, so he was bringing pepperoni to a friend who was in the Navy. <laughs> this isn't even the weird part, but maybe it's the weird part. It's not the weirdest part. Maybe. <laughs> There's multiple weird parts. I guess this is one. So he was bringing pepperoni in a duffel bag <laughs> as a gift to his friend in the Navy. So he went to this hotel, the Fairmont in Victoria, and in order to keep it fresh he left it outside because i guess it was the winter it was february and so he came back to his room later and he opened the door and there was an entire flock of seagulls in his room oh my oh, word no and How did they get in? 
I guess the I don't know the window the, must have been open or something, and even, I thought you couldn't even open windows. Is it a hotel? Anyways, what the heck? That's crazy. Usually windows are like barred or like they don't actually open. Some kind yeah, of screen. I, I don't know. Yeah, usually they don't open, do they? They no, like if they do, it's only like very very partially. Right. They must have just eaten through the screen when they smelled all the pepperonis. <laughs> How could they smell that? I. Well, the, anyway, so they got into like <laughs> his bag, I guess, for the pepperoni, and then somehow made it into his room, and so he got banned for life. That's wow. hardly his fault. I know. <laughs> the That's poor what guy he was thinks. just bringing some pepperoni to his buddy. <laughs> hey, we're all on Nick's side here. True. <laughs> this is the last. So thing. he got banned for Birchill. All right, Nick Birchill Park. <laughs> so <laughs> should have been Birchill, man. Yeah. Birchill Park. <laughs> Uh, so he got banned for life from the Empress Hotel, and so uh, a couple of weeks ago he wrote a letter to the hotel. Um, I guess he was going to be in Victoria, and he wrote a letter apologizing, saying like he's matured and he can now admit responsibility for his actions. Uh, also said, "I come to you hat in hand to apologize for the damage <laughs> I had indirectly come to cause and ask you to reconsider my lifetime ban from the property." And uh, the good news ending to this is that they allowed him back. They wow! They canceled his ban. So at first, the the staff thought it was an April Fool's joke <laughs> when they got that letter because I guess it's probably a lot of the staff are different from that time. Was the ban an April Fool's joke? No, no, no. Oh, that was that would February. have been the craziest turnaround of all time. <laughs> so so this whole amazing. time he wasn't actually banned? <laughs> yeah. No. But uh, the staff thought it was an April Fool's joke, and then he like they checked the records and found out, oh, yeah, he actually was <laughs> banned. Um, but they have now allowed him back. So Wow. That's your I, important news. That's for the a week. happy ending if I yeah. ever heard one. Congrats, Nick. I still don't understand how... Birds flew into his hotel room <laughs> and, and opened up a duffel bag, or how they could create that. No, the duffel bag was outside, or the suitcase, or whatever. Wait, it was outside. Yeah, he left it outside to keep it cool. Oh, so they came into his balcony or yeah. something? Oh, and then made it into his room. Oh, somehow. that makes way. Oh, oh wait, they so made they it into a sliding door on his balcony. Probably and he left that open. That makes way more sense. Didn't? Wouldn't his hotel room would have had a fridge in it? Not big enough for that. Duffel Maybe bag. he had lots oh, of pepperoni. I don't know pepperoni. Either way, he left his he left his door open. That that's is his ticket. fault. That's, <laughs> that's his fault. You're right, Nick. <laughs> We've turned lucky, on Nick now. You're lucky you got you got let. You're lucky you got in. You you're lucky you got your ban your canceled can. <laughs> you done your time. Yeah. And now we can. Uh, it's fine, but don't do it again. Right. Because that was a dumb mistake. Yeah. It's a good thing you. Hey, came I'm with, still on your side, Nick. Your hat in your hand. <laughs> but a happy ending for all. True. So true. Free internet. Hey, Good. speaking of free internet. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, our neighbor and bitter rival, uh, the town of Morden, uh, just announced that they are going to be doing citywide free internet. internet. Uh, they're starting in spring with installation, and they want to be done by fall. Wow. It's going to be free 100 megabyte down internet. Uh, for all taxpayers, it's an initial cost, right? Four hundred bucks. Four hundred. Yeah, it's just like an installation for the router, right? But then it's just in, in your tax yeah. pays for your internet, yeah. and you get a hundred down. And there's yeah. an increase in tax then. 
Probably a, a little sure bit. I don't know. They bit. didn't. It didn't but say it, in the nothing release, what it would be if you were paying for that monthly. Hundred yeah. down would be like so many dollars a month. That's very true. Actually, is yeah. it unlimited or is yep. there, it's unlimited? Yep. No data cap. I what? heard in ten years they were going to increase it by ten times. Hmm. They want to be up to a gig down. Wow. In not ten years, less than that. I heard it. Fluff. <laughs> I don't quite know the info on that, but I heard in an amount of time they want to be up to uh, times ten. Wow. Is this happening anywhere else? That this is the f- apparently the first city in Canada to really? do uh like city provided internet. Is it it's fiber obviously. No, it's yeah. 5G. So what? that's why they can do it cheaper than like fiber because they don't have to dig dig anything. So basically they're just going to set up a network of 5G towers around the town and then uh boom, get people routers, hook them up. That is insane. Mm-hmm. That's actually pretty crazy. Yeah, and like a great idea. Yeah, I mean the idea of having like internet provided as a utility, kind of like by a city, right, mm-hmm. has been around for a while. Um, but to do it like free, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty cool. Dang yeah, it. that's wild. Yeah, I thought we were on the bleeding edge. <laughs> now we aren't. That's a pretty big uh, like thing to knock off of your monthly. Yeah. Bills list like yeah. just to so have nice. that like 60 bucks or whatever i'm paying i don't know for yeah. 50 bucks mm-hmm. and not have to think about that ever again yeah i mean and that's faster yeah. speeds than way like faster m- a majority of people in the area oh yeah getting. like i have fiber and i mean i guess i could pay for more but i'm getting 25 megs right so yeah probably I. even most fiber customers right. are only getting about 25 or yeah that's what i'm doing yeah. Fiber yeah as well 25 i used to get my parents house when i was younger like three down on a regular basis i remember getting i get about four yeah see like that's crazy <laughs> yeah i remember out uh, a few kilometers out of town in a village called Reinfeld, we would I'd be downloading I don't know games back then, um, and I was getting 128 kilobytes a second. <laughs> oh my! Word. It took like I remember it was it would be like overnight to download like 200 megabytes or something. Yeah. Wow. Now it's like that's you just kind of you you can just watch it kind of right. go away as you're downloading it now and just yeah. open it in a few minutes or whatever. That's crazy. But I'm at like a hundred hundred megs down, and you're not paying yeah. anything crazy because no, yeah, normally you'd be paying way more for that. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Wow. And like the advantage of fiber is you like have a wire, um, so it's yeah, it'd be more stable. But yeah, a hundred down for free seems pretty good. Seems dang good. Yeah. Well, Morden, tell you what, that's pretty good. It's gonna be a lot of uh, jealous Winklerites that are all of a sudden finding themselves to be socialists. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and all of we were just feeling braggy up until this point yep. about our fiber. We got Google. I didn't even get it. Setting yet. up a headquarters here. We got Amazon <laughs> setting up headquarters here. Everyone was talking about all that stuff. Did you hear that Amazon was looking into setting up a headquarters in Winkler? Because <laughs> the internet's gonna be so fast. Yeah, Guess Winkler. What? <laughs> it's gonna be free and more than Amazon. Go there. <laughs> Winkler was supposed to be the Silicon Valley of the Southern Manitoba. <laughs> I thought it was bigger than that, but yeah, for it's sure of the area. <laughs> the Pemina Valley is just the Silicon Valley. No, 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 no. Winkler is the Silicon Valley <laughs> of, the of the Pemina Valley. Yeah. Silicon Valley of the Pemina Valley. Martin Harder, come on our show. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. 
<laughs> the that. least sporty song. <laughs> That's great. All right. Well, uh, it's time to talk about some sporties. So, March Madness. You all listened to our opinions, knowing what had already happened. Any of you who are into it, at least. Because our episode came out on a Tuesday, and the game happened on the Monday hmm. prior. So, do you guys know who won? Nope. I have no idea. John, do you know who won? Do you know who was in it? I'm going to say the Wildcats. You're right. Wait, are we, really? Yeah. That's a team? For sure. And they won. Was that a <laughs> I just, shot in the dark? <laughs> I just picked a, a wow. like sports sounding name. Not only is that a team, they won. <laughs> I, I should have filled out a bracket. Wow. <laughs> just one slot and it's at the the championship. Yep. Just Wildcats. Or I Wildcats. just fill out the whole bracket was just like Wildcats versus... Cardinals versus <laughs> right, I know Blue Jays. Like, Blue Jays. Lumberjacks versus <laughs> and Rockets. I'm pretty sure Loyola didn't make it into the... They didn't make okay. it past the Final oh, Four. I don't know why, but I just, I'm just i pretty sure. They collapsed in the Final Four. <laughs> well, yeah, they some infighting with Sister Jean. Yeah, she predicted they wouldn't even make it past the Sweet right. 16, and that created a lot of turmoil. Did that actually? Of, no. Okay. That would really have been amazing. She dismantled that team <laughs> single-handedly. <laughs> Built them up and then tore them down. That's her job yeah. is to Wait, build them Wait, did her up. bracket yeah. win? Like, was she rooting for I don't know. the Wildcats the whole time? It never came out who actually she thought would win. She just didn't think that they would win. That's all. Hmm. So, the final four that we spoke of last time was Loyola Chicago versus Michigan. Michigan ended up winning, which is a three seed. And they went to the final against Villanova. And Villanova had just beaten the Jayhawks right before that. Hmm. Um, and Villanova creamed them in the final. <laughs> Like, it wasn't even close. Wow. So there was this narrative going into the tournament that there was, like, air quotes, no, like, great team, air, end air quotes. And oh. They were all kind of, like, could go any way. Yeah. But Villanova beat all their opponents by double digits, which in NCAA basketball is a pretty big deal. Lots mm-hmm. of games go down to, like, two-point, one-point finishes. Hmm. Oh, right. You like mentioned Like, most that. of them. So there was never a game throughout the whole tournament that they were ever even close to losing. Oh, they dominated everyone. Is, it, is March Madness typically like this, or it usually doesn't happen? There's usually not like a team that's that good. So okay, it was, it was interesting. But yeah, Villanova won, and uh, that's two times in three years, which is pretty crazy. Oh wow! And they keep almost all of their team going to next year, or at least a chunk of them. So that'll be very interesting as well. Mm-hmm. But I saw um, Davincio or Devincino. I'm not quite sure how you say his last name, but he's Leonardo. there. What? Leonardo? Yeah. Oscar yeah. winner? Yeah, exactly him. Did he, he win an Oscar he yet? He finally no, did, yeah. He, um, he was a sixth man. Like, he was a bench player. So he wasn't in the starting lineup for Villanova. But oh. He came in and led the game from both teams in scoring. Um, like, he killed it. He played really good. What was the reasoning for him playing finally? Um, well, they off, like, teams always play their bench, at least most of their players. Oh, okay. Not always their full rotation, but often, yeah. like, the players don't play a full game. Right. So they'll cycle in bench players, but then he was playing really good, so they kept him in for a lot longer. Hmm. So he ended up leading the game in scoring, and he was killing it. He was on fire. Um, but I saw uh, a meme of a girl <laughs> named Jenny that he texted back in 2010, and he had said, so uh, I was just talking to Colin, and he was telling me about you, and she was just like, okay, dot, dot, dot. And then he, he said something about, like, should 
we maybe like hang out sometime or something. She never responded. And then right after the game, uh, eight years later, she just texted him. So what was Colin telling you about me? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So I don't actually know if that was real, but it was hilarious. (laughs) Eight years later. That would be the worst. Yeah. She's now super interested. (laughs) Wow. But anyways. Completely unrelated. Yeah. It was hilarious because the guy now just killed it. (laughs) Um, But yeah. So that. Congrats to Villanova. For any of you who are wondering what happened, what happened? Nice. But I want to talk about another thing quickly while I'm talking about sports. And that is a video by Vox. Um, they put out a video on YouTube, and I've referenced their videos before, and I think John has as well. Maybe Tim mm-hmm. has as well. I'm not sure. But it's called Why Underdogs Do Better in Hockey Than in Baseball. So it kind of breaks down the, well, they do uh, soccer basketball, uh, baseball, hockey, and football. So it puts um, all those sports into a spectrum, and it puts luck on one side and skill on the other side. Mm-hmm. So the example for luck would be like lottery like, um, like or like betting, like poker or something. Oh, not poker. That requires skill. <laughs> uh, lotto jackpot. Like, you know yeah. where there's that spinning wheel in you, you? Craps. Yeah. We clearly don't know very much about this world. That's Yep. That is at one side, and at the other end is chess. So something that requires a ton of skill. Oh. Yeah. So under like the difference, there's no luck involved in chess. It, everything is a decision that's right. being made. Either someone makes a mistake, but there's no like real luck involved in, hmm. in chess. So they put them on that scale, and it's very interesting. I'm curious to hear, John. Do you know what the order is of them all? Because I think you've what heard are the, of this video. What are the ones? There is basketball, mm-hmm. there's hockey, there's baseball, there's football, and there's soccer. If you go, What would you say guess would be the most skill? Or the closest to skill? Baseball. Baseball? Tim? I think you asked me this last Did weekend. I talk to you about this already? But I don't remember. Oh, sick. Make a guess. What is the most? Wildcats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Wildcats require the most two skill. Two for two. You're right. Um... You are right. You're right. Oh, Wildcats. Basketball. Basketball. Yeah. Basketball is at the top. <sighs> Should always go with my uninformed <laughs> guess. Your instinct. So, Wildcat instinct. Um, <laughs> this, again, is not to say at all that like certain sports require skill and certain ones don't. Right. It's just to say in the outcome of the game, which one had the most luck or skill involved to like that affected the outcome. Mm-hmm. Which one had luck play the biggest role in the outcome of the game? So do you guys have a guess at what the closest to luck would be hockey probably hockey correct yeah okay basketball is pretty close to the being like completely skilled it's very rare that it that a, which i mean i guess they give that way in the title a little bit but it's it's a lot less rare that an underdog will win in a basketball game than it is in a hockey hmm. game and then after basketball it goes soccer baseball and football all pretty close to each other there's a bit of a gap and then it's hockey hmm. it's very interesting so not that hockey players are less skilled than basketball players right just that luck influences the outcome more than in hockey than it does in and then in basketball hmm. it's just interesting yeah and john we were talking about this just barely and you said the best analytical software would only be able to predict about to 60 percent well yeah I was, I was reading the other day a blog post on uh like modeling for uh, hockey predicting mm. and that person was saying that they figured that like the best you could get with modeling would be like 60 percent yeah. accurate it's crazy hmm. but I don't know how true that is, but that's the thing a person said. A person did say that. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I found that very interesting. Sometimes I think that's what I like about basketball is 
you kind of know. Like, if you have two really good teams, it, it'll be close. But if you have, a, right. like, a good team and a bad team, like, almost never – like, well, almost never. That's too intense. But it's much more common for the good team to just right. win and it not be surprising. Hmm. And especially in the playoffs where you have a seven-game series – a bad team isn't there's no if there's so much less luck involved there's it's not going to happen but right. i mean in hockey it'd be the same if you put it over a seven game series luck has less of a chance of right. affecting seven games mm-hmm. but it's just interesting yikes so yeah there you have it sports and luck and skill sports 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 <laughs> <laughs>that time of the night again where i look you both in the eyes and ask you questions that are hard to answer and then you look me back in the eyes and your eyebrows go up really big and you're like huh. you quickly take all of the air into your lungs so that <laughs> you can make an informed decision hmm. in a quick amount of time and it's called or, or a medium oh, or a medium of time, <laughs> depending on how that goes and it's called would you rather yeah all right so, I was doing some searching on the internets. Um, free internet, or did you have to pay monthly no, for I'm this one? Frick, I'm paying freaking monthly fee yeah. for this. Yeah, geez, Louise. Like those old old timers. Yeah, like back in the day when I had to pay for internet. So, anyways, I said a different time that there is no good would you rather questions on the internet, and then I tried to give an example, and it was actually a good example. So here I am finding another good thread. Via Reddit. No way. Some great would you rather's. I got three from this one thread. Wow. And they're nice. They're all, I think they all are really good. To begin, would you rather, number one, Tim. Yep. Would you rather have Cheeto dust on your fingers for a year or have to walk around with wet socks for a year? Cheeto dust. Oh, but then you start thinking about how you live your life. And your phone. (laughs) I type on a keyboard for a living. Touching your face. And I'm touching my face for a living. (laughs) Cheeto dust is called Cheetle. <laughs> is it really? I didn't make that up. Cheetle? Cheetle. Cheetle. Yeah. Sounds like a Pokemon name. It does. Yeah, sound it like does. a Pokemon name. <laughs> Cheetle evolves into Cheeto. Yeah. And then into the Cheeto that's not like the fluffy peanuts, packing peanuts, and it's like crunchy the crunchy ones. ones. Suck. Ugh. Kind of devolves into that one. Yeah, that's a devolve <laughs> for sure. That's if you get do something wrong. Um, I'd say gut reaction if I didn't have to work. Using a keyboard and do... I mean, you always do things with your hands. Mm-hmm. It's just... Wet. Socks would be... so Wet socks would be so much more uncomfortable. But it would, affect, wet. it would affect less, for sure. But it arguably would be right. more uncomfortable. I think that's the... Can you take them off at night? No, probably no, not. I don't think so. <sighs> I don't know. It's a good one, eh? That's a good one. John, what do you think? I'm going to go with the socks. Yeah. Just because... I'm not getting Cheeto dust. Totally able to defend start. that. But I'm going to go with it. It just keeps your hands free. I know, I know. But if you didn't need your hands as much in that in that kind of world, sure. You could keep licking Cheeto dust from your fingers. 
be really for tasty. a whole year. You You'll probably hate it Wait. by the end of the first week. So they're both yeah. for one year. Correct. Okay. Same amount of time. Yeah. Yep. Sticking with it. I go Wet Sox too. Yeah. Overall. Switch around. Look at you. Yeah. I would choose Wet Sox too. Yeah. For one year, that would suck, but you could you could live a more normal life. It would you be could more go on living you. normally. Yeah. And just like everybody, no one would really notice right. until they looked at your shoes and they were always wet. They're like, <laughs> is it to the point where they're, your shoes are just dripping? I don't know. Do you just step in a puddle again, Bill? You Jeez. just got to wear those, uh, uh, those sock, sh- those shoes, oh, yeah. those five finger shoes, five <laughs> toe shoes, yeah. and then just wear shoes over that. Yeah. Just to absorb. Oh, wait, strip. but then you still have to wear socks because it's wet socks. Yeah. They're wet. Can't but really you do get that. Those five finger socks, my dude. Oh, five finger. Okay, I guess five finger wet socks. Toss, five faux tie socks. <laughs> five toe socks. Anyways, just, you just need a little uh, basin of water that you keep your feet in at work. Oh yeah, just at your desk. Your desk yeah. So it feels like it's not just like wet socks. It just uh, seems right. like your feet are in water. Change yeah. the temperature, oh, warm it up, cool it whoa. down. That's yeah. a really good hack. No fungus will, will grow because it's fresh, yeah. fresh water only. <laughs> yeah. Salt water yeah. actually Salt. probably would do Salt. the best. <laughs> <laughs> That would mess your feet up. That would be bad. All right. Number two. John, mm-hmm. would you rather sit on a very cold toilet seat or a slightly warm one? How cold? Like frigid? Very cold. It's very cold. Like you know that feeling. Yeah. Sometimes it's in the winter, in the morning, <laughs> and you sit down and it's like, ah! It Anything almost, cold like, shocks you. in the morning oh, is just the like worst. A, like a believably cold one. Like, yeah. yeah okay. Very cold. Not like you'll get frostbite. You don't stick to it. Okay. It's not. Yeah. Okay. I'll go with cold then. Yeah? Yeah. Better than slightly warm? I think so, yeah. I'll go slightly warm for yeah, sure. No question. Weird you out? No, not at all. Really? Not not for one second. What if you're at a workplace? I did it today. Yeah, I did today as well. And I was, I didn't think twice. I thought once about it. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's warm. Somebody must have just been in here. And then that was it. Yeah. And I looked at my phone. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> um, yeah, cold is too bad. It mm. sucks so much sitting on cold. Every time I sit on cold, I'm like, oh. Oh, but in this scenario, it would be that um, somebody had just always sat on the toilet before you. It's not like the toilet seat is just weirdly warm and for no other reason than it's just warm. Right. Like always. It's because somebody had just sat in it. Is that what it is? It doesn't really clarify. Okay. Let's I assume think that that's what it is because that makes it worse. Let's, let's I think it would be you You don't know and because right. it's, it's warm, you would assume. Yeah. That. You're yeah. at your workplace, let's say, and it's either frigidly cold on the toilet seat or yeah. it's warm and you kind of are like... Oh, somebody, somebody was on must here. have just got up cracking a deuce. Yeah, that that's exactly right. Because sometimes you know, I walked around the corner to use that washroom at work today, and the the door was like mostly closed, but it wasn't like lashed. And I was oh, like, then you know, ooh, they're embarrassed about what they left. To, and then you open the door, and then it's just like it's been hanging out in there. What's ooh. a better What's the better thing to do? Leave the door open so it just kind of wafts out, or yeah. keep the door closed so and then keep. Leave it open because good. as there's so much air out there, it's yeah. going to diffuse like craze. But then there's another thing you can do, which is uh, called the courtesy flush, which Brenton told me about the other day. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it existed, but right after you do your deed, yeah. you flush immediately before even um, using the, the TP. That's what a courtesy flush is? That's a courtesy flush. I had no idea. But you're double flushing, so are you saving the environment? Yeah. Or are you is it worth it? a kid's future? Right. Think about that. Not a would you rather. Anyways, very good. I've got another one. Um, would you rather punch a baby once or get punched once a day for the rest of your life by a guy named Chet? 
This was offered by my seven-year-old niece. Someone said, (laughs) (laughs) and I love that his name is Chet. He's a full-grown man. Yeah, and you get punched every day for the rest of your life by him, and every time you know his name's Chet, or (laughs) one time you punch a baby. I can't punch a baby. Is this like a damaging punch or just like, uh, you know, just like a friendly punch? It doesn't It doesn't state that any negative, like anything crazy happens. So it, it's probably just a punch that definitely sucks. Like one yeah. of those like friendly punches from those like people you kind of know, but they're like a little friendlier with you than you'd expect. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they like... Just like give you a friendly punch, but it's like, oh, just like, like it's, an, it's a annoyingly, tad harder yeah, than it's annoyingly it should be. Hard. It yeah. gives you that moment of like pissed off, like, yeah. just for the split moment because it surprised you a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That'd be so annoying if somebody did that every day. Yeah. But that still seems How's the maybe relationship better with than... the baby after? <laughs> Does anybody see? <laughs> fair. Fair. Is the, is the room is empty? Is it a face punch? That's what I thought right away. Or is, is it an arm punch? I wouldn't. A face punch? Think about punching a baby in the face. I couldn't. Yeah, no, I'm out. I'd be out for Chet's that. Chet's punching you in the face hard. Wait, what? What? <laughs> if it's a face punch to the baby, it's a face punch to you. If it's an arm punch to the baby, it's an arm punch to you. That's I'm, my Okay, I'm going to take a punch. Every day, Chet's I would take coming. a punch. How gonna... old is the baby? Seven years old? No, like that's the, a, that 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 answer the that question. That's not a baby. <laughs> that's, a, that's bigger than a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't punch a baby. I can't do that. Um, someone asked, how hard do you have to punch the baby, though? And he said, hard. A legit punch. <laughs> and then he sent answer back, what part of the baby's body? Any part? Is it a random baby? Or is it my baby? And then they said, just a baby. The stomach, as hard as you can. <laughs> That's not too bad. They're pretty resilient, and I'm fairly weak. Babies seem like they're least resilient. <laughs> and then the actual person who asked the question... Not your baby, but I think we're talking a good, solid shot to the chest. <laughs> a chest? Thing. That's worse than the stomach, probably. Krukoi said, okay, if it's the chest, are they being held by someone? Or do they have room to fling back once the impact hits? <laughs> or is this like a situation where they are wedged up against the wall and me hitting them would crush them Whoa. against the wall? Ugh. The question creator says, I don't think they're wedged against a wall. Just a baby <laughs> sitting on a table. <laughs> As if that's the common answer. <laughs> you know, like, it's the normal place you find a baby yeah. sitting on a table. And then Kruach said, as long as they have room to fly off, all right. And then Wait, the, fly the, off. the question creator said, glad we got there. But for the record, I'd take the punches from Chet. I mean, I would have to. If it's as punch it's as punch as you can, if it's as hard as you can. <laughs> yeah, those no. are they really, I'm really stoked about where that comment section went to. I need to, I need to read those more often. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, I would take the punch from Chet. In the arm, not the face. Yeah. Or I guess in the stomach. Oh, I've never been punched in the stomach like really hard. Then you would just Chet, like, holler at us. Be intentional about getting abs for a little while. You getting, sit like, up really, really hard abs. Day. And then it actually wouldn't hurt at all. <laughs> right. And you'd be in good shape. So wow. Chet's making you get fit. Oh, it's motivational. Chet it is. I'm in. I would. I'd take Chet. Honestly, like a one punch a day is going to take up approximately two seconds of your day. But for the first few, I don't know how long it, you could be sore from that. Well, it depends how hard he's punching you. Yeah. I just couldn't punch a baby. I couldn't punch a baby. There's I no can hardly question. hold babies if they're too little. Right. It's terrifying. Just and that's like the opposite them. of punching a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Although people love talking about how they would 
like harm babies but in like such friendly ways like ah just want to take your arms and just squeeze them into dust (laughs) (laughs) i tried to be creative with that one i hadn't heard that one just want to pinch your face right off (laughs) stuff like that you know yeah anyways thanks reddit you literally never let me down All right, let's close this off with some recommendations. Ryan, what do you what do you got? All right, so I was watching the final episode of a show called Fixer Upper, hmm. which I guess also would be a recommendation. It's a home renovation show. Is um, it on HGTV? It is. Oh, okay. All and right, I saw right, a meme right. again yesterday about kids wondering why their parents are like, can't stop watching this stupid fluffing HGTV channel. And now it's <laughs> yeah. like, I love it so much. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun. So, it's so nice. It's to watch. fun to watch. It's so nice. Anyways, fixer upper is great. Um, I can't remember how many seasons they did, but they're awesome. And you should check that out. I'm not going to talk about it. If you either, you know about it or if you don't, you should check it out. It's a great home renovation show. Um, but their last guest all of a sudden, they're going to meet them, and then this guy with all these tattoos and these lip piercings hops into the back of their vehicle, and they're like, hey, this is Mike and Holly Herrera. And I was like, whoa, I know that name. Why do I know that name? Why do I? And then all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, Mike is uh, the front man for MXPX. Oh. And I was like, oh, my word. Because MXPX was a huge part of my childhood. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to listen to Blink-182. This was like the... When I was a kid. Because, <laughs> um, you know, they're a little intense. And so we listened to MXPX constantly. Mm-hmm. And so the first album that I got into came out in 2003. And it was um, Before Everything and After by MXPX. It's got the guy with like two arms of sleeves. I think I, had it, I actually had it as a CD. Like full sleeve tattoos on both his arms. And I remember my mom being like, just so annoyed that I had that, <laughs> even though it wasn't actually that bad. But anyways, that's my recommendation. It's not new by any means. I listened to it over and over again today, that album. But yeah, it's I love it. It's a great album. Yeah. That's my recommendation. Nice. I'm going to recommend a new podcast from Paul F. Tompkins, Scott Ackerman, and Lauren Lapkus. It's called Freedom. And it's kind of a no gimmicks uh, podcast from them because they all have their own podcasts that all have their own formats and stuff. But um, this is just them talking to each other. So it's uh, pretty fun. The At least the first episode is out now. It's a Stitcher Premium show. Um, but if anything makes me consider getting Stitcher Premium, this is it, I think. Because hmm. they're all very funny in their own right. And uh, having them together just kind of talking about whatever. It's... Uh, Pretty cool. Three people just like talking about whatever, you know, kind of like that idea. Concept. Oh, wait. They're going to put us out of business. Oh. Worth it. Freedom. The podcast that put us out of business. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to recommend a show called Kim's Convenience. It's a Canadian sitcom. Um, It's about a Korean Canadian family that runs a convenience store in Toronto. And the hijinks they get themselves into. It's great. That's nice. Thanks for spending time in whatever town. This has been the show. And... (laughs)
There it goes. <laughs> Here comes the show. And there it goes. This has been Whatever Town. Signing off. Next up is Ryan Kaler with The Drive. Yeah. Where he talks about his favorite artist at late at night on your drive home so from your night sh- shift. Hey, I just welcoming you here from your night shift. <laughs> and uh, my f- current favorite artist of the day is MXPX. <laughs> <laughs> they sound exactly like I do and um, how I'm talking now. And, and hopefully you can, can enjoy it on your night, after your night shift as well. Uh, and on to John, who's who's got us with, with um, with the turnaround, which is uh, um, where you take the current topic news segments and really gives them a different view than <laughs> what you thought it would be about. Off to you, John. Hey, it's John with the turnaround. <laughs> In today's news, the royal wedding. But what if we all had a royal wedding? Turn it around. Turn it around. Turn this has been John with a turnaround. That was nice. <laughs> well, that's been episode 12 of Whatever Town. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, dang it. I could have just left it there. You can just cut it out there. Nope. Sorry. It's too late. All right. We've already used up our maximum amount of cuts per episode. 12. Yeah. There's we one cut. afford any more. Ex- <laughs> All right. This episode has been edited by John Duick. Music by Tim Wall and theme song as well by Tim Wall. Coffee by Whitecap. <laughs> Website by Collective. <laughs> Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Google Play, and maybe elsewhere. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WhateverTown. Visit us at WhateverTown.com. And you can even comment now. Ooh, you can even comment on the website, so make use of that feature. Yeah, Ooh. but please We're be looking nice. forward to it. And be nice. You're right, John. Collective is just coding their way to everybody's heart. Send any suggestions to whatevertownpod at gmail.com or on a new form on our website. Not that new anymore, but it's real slick. Also by Collective. I'm Tim Wall. You can find me on Twitter at Tim Joseph Wall. I'm John Duick. You can find me at John Duick. I'm Ryan Kaler. You can... Find me on Twitter at Ryan Killer, but I don't tweet. I'm sorry. I tried, and I just don't. But find me. Follow him anyway. Yeah, find me and follow me on Twitter. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Now for the part of the show where we take one of the many suspended helium balloons in Ryan's house and uh, take a knife to them and see what happens on a mic. Hello. <laughs> the talking eye voice. <laughs> <laughs> it should do it for you. Is it working? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. This. <laughs> Oh no, this is helium. I'd like to recommend helium today because it makes my voice sound great.
Wait. Hello. <laughs> Hello, here I am. This is my regular voice. I'm not actually kidding. This is all helium. Um, so, here I am. And uh, it's, it tastes quite bad. But... Hello? It's gone. Is it gone? Yeah. Hello there? Hello? Hello? <laughs> I don't... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this is tasting very terrible. But I think it's good, too. I don't know what to say.